0: Welcome to the Poor Hobbit, Sports, episode 34 Paul Pierce's jersey number retired today. I didn't have it this time. Oh, no. <laughs> I was really into it the first time. Uh, take two uh, <laughs> for his career and also for us. We're uh, we're poor sports. This is uh, Mike Sella. I'm joined by Mike Patton, and you can find our podcast on OpinionHated.me. Um, let's start off there. That's our sponsor segment. Start off right there. My most hated opinion this week. We don't even. We don't even need to get into content. We'll just start here.
1: Let's just. Let's just hate. A bit
0: Robert Parrish way. came out and said, "Paul Pierce, greatest offensive Celtic of all time." Um, can you think of any better Celtics? I mean, oh that were we in space jam alone. Most of the, the '80s.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, shocking, Larry Bird not included. Uh, yeah, weird. Number three all time score, Paul Pierce number two all time score on many more shots, and of course Larry Bird, you know, more efficient, different and, basketball uh, too, and they're probably the greatest passing forward of all time. I would, yeah. Um, I mean, he's up there with uh, with Chris Webber. With Chris <laughs> Webber, maybe LeBron <laughs> is in that conversation. Uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, uh, so
1: that's your hated opinion. That's a very hated. I hate that opinion.
0: That's a bad one, and I uh, hate that. Can
1: I tell you mine? Sure. Mine is whatever's happening in baseball. What's happening in baseball? The fact that all these free agents are getting signed. You signed. Yeah, he
0: did. <laughs> you ever, took me, took me a, you done, $160 you million. Signed with the Cubs. Yeah, uh, 126 guaranteed, right? And then like 160 uh, so. so. But, uh,
1: but all the other, like even the MLB Players Association came out and he's like, man, it's like all these teams are in a race to the bottom. And there was another opinion from like a week ago, which I thought was I hated, but now it's coming true. It's like... All these teams don't want to pay these free agents because they can just sign a bunch of young guys, and maybe you catch lightning in a bottle with, like, a Bryce Harper, but really they're all just trying to mimic the Astros now. Mm-hmm, it's true. I'm trying to tank. I agree with that. Yeah, trust um, the
0: process indeed. To revisit uh, an earlier season, most hated opinion, Michael Lombardi finally... Uh, <laughs> It finally caught up to him. He I mean, admitted before. Before. Him.
1: After the divisional series, but he admitted all of the stuff about Doug not Peterson. Not enough, not enough. He, yeah. on his podcast, very profusely but called Doug Peterson a good coach.
0: That. Yes. I listened to that. And, that, and I, do, I do have some respect for that, you know, because he, ha- he had to. And, uh, look, it's I'm just saying I'm revisiting this, not saying <laughs> that. Because uh, when he said Doug Peterson was the worst coach in history, not of this year, uh, yeah, that's pretty. That's a really bold opinion. That's such a flaming hot take Fucking that huge the Eagles Super Bowl parade, Jason Kelsey, Sultan Kelsey, um, God, was, went on a was rail. So drunk, call goes some clown named Michael Lombardi, and then called it fourth and down. No, it's an Aguilar catch! Can't. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> epic speech. But uh, and I don't use that word a lot. Uh, Michael Lombardi did come out, tweet it. Hey, I was wrong. He was right. Uh, I deserve that. Then on his podcast, Double Down. So I consider it case closed. Case closed. He uh, he got called out and thrown at three million people, and and number two trend on Twitter for like a very local event. Uh, the NBC Sports host apologized to the FCC as soon as Jason Kelsey's rant was over, and uh, that closes the case. On one of our, early, I feel vindicated for having chosen that.
1: I that's very. I'll give you that one. And I I will admit this. Part of me really wishes that the Kelsey brothers had like a investigative team when they were children called the Kelsey boys <laughs> and like at the end of this he did, they like closed a book and they were like case closed um but I really liked I really liked Kelsey during the parade he got on the bike he was like drinking beers on the street with the with the fans he with led the, the cops. Ch- he led the we're <laughs> Philly and we don't care chant yeah. uh he was really into
0: it man He's I like, really liked a it a three million an event a lot of event attended by three million people and broadcast nationally yeah um, on network tv he treated it like a show and it was like it was a fun uh parade, kind of obviously like a culmination of of all the, the feelings and the yeah. accomplishment. However, like for a team that had given so many great interviews throughout the year, the Alshon Jeffrey one and others, yeah. they it was really boring. It was just like a uh glorified, you know, athlete press conference. Like, we did it, we're champions, everyone said we can. and, you know, that's what's supposed to be, so who cares? Yeah. It was funny that they the Philly fans like pretty much booed the mayor and the governor off the stage. They were like just, they were the first two speakers and everyone's like, we want Doug, we want Doug. (laughs) And they're like, guys, it's the governor. Like, We don't give a fuck, we want Doug. uh, It's the governor from the House of Cards Season 1. Kelsey really saved it by injecting some flair and not just being another guy to be like, you know. And
1: all the reactions from the players and stuff while this is all happening was pretty intense. They were all just laughing while it's happening. And he's just hammered. (laughs) I I got really mad. I was texting you because he kept calling it fourth into down (laughs) instead of fourth down, which drove me insane for some reason during the video. Um, but he, yeah, he, it was really funny, man, and the fans really liked it. It, it, it turned into a WWE chant. They it were was. chanting what after every single time he <laughs> said anything. It was just really funny, man. It was
0: funny to watch a professional NFL player, like, refer to fourth and down in the same way that, like, my girlfriend would refer to it's, it. Like, it drove me crazy, dude.
1: I can't explain how much I was watching. You sent me the link, and I'm watching. I was, like, outside vaping, and I'm like, fucking, it's fourth down. Um, it's fourth down.
0: But don't worry, uh, Hoopheads, this one's for you. We've, we're back. We have nothing to talk about but basketball for the next for for the foreseeable future. Can we talk about the eye gouge real quick? Let's save it for the end. Let's okay, get cool. basketball and then we'll clean up let's, with UFC. Let's do it. Um, because we were talking about Paul Pierce today it was his jersey retirement and um, the uh, the Cavs came in and uh, ruined the party. Um, I guess the Cavs felt pretty, felt pretty strongly about Larry Bird being the greatest. I <laughs> the Celtic because they made sure to correct. Uh, the team, the new, um, the new look Cavs. What do you, what did you think? Uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. We texted the day of the deadline saying that we, we like the deals. And I,
1: I really did, and and also part of the deal that I really liked was that we saved them from having to force Isaiah's Remembrance Night at, in Boston <laughs> right. for a different day because they don't play this year. So the Lakers stupid. don't that play. The
0: whole thing was so stupid anyway.
1: Um, but, but fuck, dude, Rodney Hood coming off the bench. They don't even have Kevin Love now. Um, they're younger by like four and a half years, they're quicker, they have better wing defenders, yeah. they're a better shooting team now, and they don't have all this cancer in the locker room that is and was Crowder and, uh, what's that uh, little guy's name? Crowder, Isaiah. IT, Dwayne Wade, yeah. some
0: pointed out as the biggest malfeasance. And the
1: biggest leak. He, yeah. was, the, he was the one leaking all and, this
0: and... Credit to my favorite Kobe in the league, Kobe Altman. Yeah, shout out. Uh, It's just like he he recognized that, like, yeah, George Hill said it. One of the acquisitions said it. Like, we know we're all the Robins to Batman here. Yeah. And there was just a lot of ego in that locker room. And uh, Kobe Altman really didn't, he kind of, in a vacuum, I really really like these trades. Like, people will say, hey, like, they lost the Kyrie trade. Obviously. Um, They, you know. They shouldn't have signed these guys, obviously, but it wasn't really Kobe Altman's decision, or oh, only he, he in part was. He just was, got brought in. Yeah, and then yeah. Gilbert was in charge, or who knows who was in charge. A lot of these contracts were given out by Dan. Dan I
1: Griffin. feel like there was like three people in play at this team because the contracts that were given out to to Dwayne Wade, Schumpert, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, I feel like a lot of that is LeBron. I feel like a lot of that has been like LeBron saying, No, I need these guys to build
0: this team. Yeah, they're they're Rich Damn. Paul clients and he got Justin and JR paid. Exactly. Um,
1: and but I feel like you have that, you have Daniel Gilbert also making decisions and then you have whoever is the
0: revolving door of GMs there but you making look, decisions also. if You look who got sent out, aside from cat fodder like Chen Shumps. Fry and Mont Shumpert, it wasn't any of the guys he won in sixteen with. No. It wasn't Kevin Love as a lot speculated. Everyone
1: speculated it was it gonna be. Yeah, it wasn't
0: Tristan Thompson as was also thrown around there. Um you, you know, it was the guys who came over in the off season. Yeah. It was IT, it was Dwayne Wade, it was Jay Crowder. And Derek Gross. And, and Derek Gross. The, <laughs> the lifeless corpse that is <laughs> Can, Derek Gross. Can't forget him. Trust. And uh I really like, you know, even before this game where they look everyone looked pretty good together, um, I just I think this is like an exciting direction for the Cavs. Yeah, man. I just think the the guys they got individually, like, are going to be better in this situation. Um, George Hill obviously was unhappy in, in Sacramento. Miserable and getting paid a lot. Rodney Hood was sort of, like, um, usurped in his role by Donovan, Donovan Mitchell and was, Makes you up. know, Madden, 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 Madden? Madden 2018. Madden 2018. Uh, me. Inconsistent, if you ask okay. Jazz fans. Um, but now they're, like there's so much less pressure off him, opens up space for Chetty. Uh Chetty Osman, my favorite rookie. started the day. Besides Ben Simmons. Yeah, he yeah. He looked nice besides
1: missing Fuck. that dunk. Fuck, that was what my hated opinion was gonna be. What dunk? Was no, the Isaiah Thomas after the postgame, when everyone is praising Osman. Mm-hmm. After when they beat the Wolves in overtime. Everyone's praising Osman. Everyone's like, nah, he you know, he's a spark plug. He came in, you know, he 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 revitalized the team or revitalized the team. And then Isaiah goes up and he's like, Yeah, no, he's pretty good. <laughs> and then the next day it's traded. Also, Kevin Love's not sick. Fucking uh, my
0: favorite. Um, yeah, it was weird. I mean, he's got a chip on his shoulder for sure. And yeah. there was always some weird shit with IT, like, you know, even back in Sacramento uh, yeah. in his early days. And um, him and Boogie actually got along. But aside from that, um, there was some some weird stuff. And really just Boston was the only place where, like, the whole team was designed around him. That
1: was and with with an offense, with the coach that worked for him and he failed yeah. the system and, and even that yeah. they were in
0: serious danger of losing that first yeah. round series to the Bulls like they were. It was until Rondo. Until, until Rondo, until Rondo went down.
1: went down, until a guard who could cover Isaiah.
0: Yeah, I don't think like I think that you know reports of Isaiah's demise are exaggerated. He's just clearly not healthy. I think Brian Winhurst pointed That's out really it, man. he took flack for it. But he said, you know, that when Isaiah Thomas should be in the G League, and he didn't mean that like he's a G League caliber player. He meant like in other in other sports, you know, it's not there's no stigma attached
1: in baseball. So, like, yeah, you I come back really from an injury, still. you go through a rehab, hundred percent, and you, you you take you take at bats, you start down, you work your way up, and, and until you're ready, you're healthy to go. And yeah. Tony Parker did it right this year and Tony Parker has a significantly more illustrious career than Isaiah Thomas yeah and he had no problems doing it
0: yeah it's just that Spurs culture maybe I don't know but but yeah especially for Isaiah though there's a lot of pressure with the the fact that he was traded for Kyrie in part and with being yeah. a contract year, there's just like a lot more at stake um you yeah. know Isaiah really hasn't ever gotten paid he was on a very he was really underpaid for this deal currently three years 21 million and after last year it looked like he was going to get his that was a big thing man is um, is he was playing for a
1: max and now he's with the lakers and and i I can't remember what podcast but somebody was talking about it is like the most that isaiah can hope for now is to bounce around on one or two year deals to these teams that aren't competing as sort of a way to still sell tickets and still score some points Yeah, he's never going to be that what he he, what he made again maybe not
0: he he won't be in that situation really was the biggest thing and then his health is another question mark yeah. but we'll have to see these last 30 games are obviously really important you know there's this the rumor that his agent texted in all cast starting we'll be starting um Isaiah said no he's happy to play whatever role obviously he wants to start Luke Wall knows he wants to start but pretty decent first game 22 points four of A from three six turnovers in some part to like not knowing the offense and being thrust into the role. He, he didn't back up Lonzo either was hurt. He backed up Josh Hart, mm-hmm. Villanova. Shout out Jay um, Hart. So Great yeah. Pick. I like the trade for both teams. I think uh, the Cavs needed to do it. I, I honestly think all three of the Cavs' trades worked out for each team. I do
1: too. I um, really thought so. That's something
0: we were texting about, because yeah. I thought everyone won. Where I think some people question, like, Utah selling low on Rodney Hood. Um, eh. You know, I, I think they're I think... That's just not a guy. I think they've they've seen the Rodney Hood show yeah. and weren't up for like a second season or a fifth season in this case. Like they weren't gonna. I don't think they were wanting to offer him another contract. No. Pay him what he's probably gonna be seeking on the open market. You know, which like, which may change. I mean, we're just saying.
1: Look at the Lou Williams deal versus what. Yeah. The Charlotte Hornets were kicking out to everybody. So Lou Williams last week signed three years, twenty four. Yeah. Um, which I think that's probably. I think Rodney Hood could hope for that. Yeah, I would say he'd more, more with, his, with he, his age. He might get a little bit more because um, he's younger,
0: but... One of those pay-for-potential deals. Maybe, like, a four-for-40. Yeah, like the, like the Steph deal back in the day. Yeah. The free Holiday but he 100.
1: was not going to get what what free agent money was expected two years ago or no. three years ago.
0: Like, and I think the Jazz, like, have the direction of their team. We we texted that, you, you know, I kind of think the Jazz are going to make the playoffs. They're, they've been hot. They've had the best defense in the league since Gobert's gun back. I think they can pass the Pelicans or... You know, as much as I liked them before the Cousins they there in free fall, they just played the uh, Sixers and just seemingly didn't care. Like, they were they blown won? off the court. No, they, they, lost by they, they won yesterday. They did, and I don't think they're going to lose every game from here on out, but they've looked shook. Uh, they lost by 35 to the, or they were trailing the Sixers by 35. Well, just because they were
1: playing the best team of basketball. Yeah,
0: the Sixers have looked good. They did make the, the buyout market is in full force now. The Sixers won three straight, and they signed. Um, Blaney. Or Bellini.
1: Bellini, yeah, Bellinelli. Bellinelli. Yeah,
0: not to be confused with Bellini, one of the, the most popular alcoholic drinks in Italy. Yeah, shout out Bellinis. But it is nice to have. That'd be like a fun slur for a guy. Bellini. Fucking um, this is, get this Bellini out of here. So yeah, a little extra international flavor, first time, sixer ever. He was. We did it. Um, fourth and bench scoring, fourth and fourth quarter scoring mm-hmm. off the bench for in the whole league after Lou Williams, and two other guys so I forget. But yeah. uh, it's a it's a nice. I liked the Sixers standing pat, not offering picks. You saw a lot of guys at the deadline that looked like they were going to move, like Tyreek.
1: I want to talk about Tyreek. What happens with Tyreek Evans now? Because they they had to have offered him, but they probably were asking just way too much, right? I think
0: Grizzlies are just a really stubborn organization. And I've heard people calling for like Chris Wallace's head on this one, just like gross mismanagement of assets. That was really bad, dude. He's just, only making
1: like three million.
0: I, I think it's like part of grit and grind, where like I don't think they ever think they're out of the playoffs. I don't think they can afford to really like. They don't have Conley. They never. They're not gonna ever tank, which is admirable. But they're not gonna like the Indiana route. Yeah, I don't They'll think they're tank. gonna. They're gonna do that. I think they're just gonna. Like, people... I talked to a buddy about Marc Gasol being a shutdown candidate after not being traded. I don't think so. I think Gasol wants to play. I think the Grizzlies want him to play. Um, Do we see a buyout for Tyreek? I don't think so for that reason. Like, I don't think, I think that, that looks bad if you can't get anything for him and then you buy him out. Unless Tyreek, like, kind of forces his way out, yeah. I think, you know, he's going to honor the deal and just play it. Other buyout guys, Vince Carter, uh, Joe Johnson to the Rockets... Um, Yeah, you saw Bellinelli to the Sixers, which is a nice pickup for them. Like, they didn't have to give up any picks. They stood pat and waited on one of these guys. And, yeah, the fact that they don't have to play Bayless or Luau, TLC, is just, like, addition by subtraction. Yeah. It'll be a nice, like, to have one of Bellinelli and Redick on the floor at all times... It's really just, like, so much extra space
1: for the— That's really it, man. It's it's, it's just—it adds another element to each unit that's going out there. Yeah, they don't really have any
0: basketball IQ wings, like— No. Just, like, Justin Anderson has been nice, but, yeah, just having someone who, like, knows how to play at all times at that position is, Mm. is valuable and getting Bayless off the floor.
1: Can we talk about what I thought was the most interesting part of the Cavaliers' trades? Yeah. Was not trading the Brooklyn pick.
0: Yeah, so a lot of people were like, is that sort of like a feud to LeBron? And uh, I don't know, it's like half of a one. It's like, look, what I do think was, you know, this whole thing is like the Dan Gilbert, LeBron not trusting each other. Yeah. Who wants to... It's the Cold War of Cleveland. And everyone knows, right, and everyone knows that LeBron has all the leverage. He's the best player, franchise history, one of the best players in the league Mm. um, ever. And so the Cavs want to do what they can to keep him around, but they can't mortgage everything. So I think the fact that the Cavs actually took on more long-term salary with the George Hill trade, I mean, they're in the repeater tax. And they also, not only that, but, like, they brought in Kendrick Perkins, who it's so weird that, like, he hasn't been in the league for, like, at least a year and a half.
1: I heard it was a locker room move.
0: It is. I was reading on Bleacher Report because
1: he's been, every single former player is talking about how Kendrick Perkins was just an uh, awesome person in the locker room. Yeah, no, that's why, 100%.
0: But that's what's weird to me is that, like, you're going to pay the guy, after the repeater tax that, like, triples it, it's going to be, like, $7 million in expenses. And is, like, is he going to give out... Like, can't you just have him in the locker room and yeah. wear a suit? Like, is his uniform being on going to be, like... Like, I... How much... And they already don't practice. People say, like, so... well, assistant coaches can give you one thing, What's different when you're, like, suiting up alongside the guys. Is it... Because, like, when the guy's not even going to play anyway, is the fact that he doesn't have sleeves on, like... Does it make his Adam Morrison
1: weird? very rarely wore a jersey, and he was a vital part of those Lakers teams that won titles. Because they could, <laughs> right.
0: right, yeah. Uh, what, is it, what is he, a mascot? Like, he could have, they could pay him as a mascot, or at least as an assistant coach, it would be like, I don't know, a couple hundred grand? I don't that's know if he's going to a million, hundred. even if it's a million, instead of paying, like, literally $7 million. But that was then Gilbert's, like, hedge. I, he's I, he's I mean, not going to trade the Brooklyn pit, That's what well, I looked at it like this. But he is going to pay, like, the, the George Hill deal is going to cost them a lot. Well, and not just that deal,
1: but they have now George
0: Hill for a couple more years. And they, then the and expectation th- of perhaps signing Rodney Hood.
1: Perhaps signing Rodney Hood, yeah. still having Kevin Love, yeah. still having J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson, still having this core of the team, yeah. and now you have a potential lottery pick. I don't know how Brooklyn's shaping out. It seems like they're way better than everyone thought they were going to be. They they are, yeah. yeah, and now we have more injuries, so it seems like that's going to get reshuffled, but... Let's say it's like a seven through ten. You have a p- potential to get Trey Young. With that's everyone's expecting him to drop to seven to ten. He's yeah. incredible, Oakland, o- o- Oklahoma right now. Like, yeah,
0: it's still a valuable pick, whether it's you know, yeah. three four.
1: Look at fucking like, Donovan Mitchell went late. 12, uh, yeah, um, 19, yeah. What's his name? Dennis Smith Jr. went late. Tenth. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Net, Frankie Stacks
0: went late. Like he is one that's yeah. So the Knicks made an interesting move. Um, he struggled, but these are young point guards. Some they're them, young, man. Some of them at least he remembers how to shoot. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they got Moutier, which is an interesting by A couple of point guards. I can't remember is that issue. Moutier got uh, got dealt from the Nuggets. Don't really get it. I guess it was sort of like the Rodney Hood thing, where they just, hey, he he got a shot, and and they, they're punting on on Moutier, and then yeah. Alfred Payton um, for a second round pick, and and that's it with these guys. Like you know, some teams like from they they just wear out their welcome with an organization. Sure. Like Rodney Hood, to a different extent. Like Rodney Hood produced. Whereas, like, Moutier and, like, even, like, lower-tier guys like Bruno Cabaclo and these dudes are just like, hey, they're not going to make it with this organization. See if a fresh start. But you're not getting much for these Shaleel guys. Jaleel Okafor. Okafor, Noel before him. Um, yeah, Alfred Payton. This is, like, you, you would have expected to get more than a second. But, like, the Magic are just, it's a sunk cost. They're cutting their losses. Yeah. Um, he's been outplayed by DJ Augustine. Yeah. That's just that. And now we'll see... Like what he can give his new team. Um, I like those guys as by low. It's that always team. worth a shot. Yeah, but you're just, you're just taking a shot. On most of, these of guys, the man. time they don't work out, right? Like we don't see these guys rehabilitate.
1: But Tyreek Evans, perfect
0: example. Yeah, we but can see him play a part. Much higher I, ceiling. Like he was Rookie of the Year. He like was year. at 25 and, and five. Th- it was almost just a case where like he didn't live up to his own. Yeah, he said that his rookie
1: year he was 20, five assists and five rebounds, yeah. which is like one of the third or fourth times it's ever happened in right. NBA.
0: Um, that's happening again with Simmons. Yeah, it is. But well, he's just great. getting better and better.
1: God, he's so good. Um, but but I like that they didn't trade the Brooklyn pick because in my head, immediately, I was like, oh, hey, that's the incentive for LeBron to stay. Because it's like, well, we just got George Hill. We have the potential to sign Rodney Hood, which if we make a deep run in the playoffs that he's never been able to do before, there's a very good chance we do re-sign him. We have all these guys that you wanted, that you built the team around, that helped you win a title before. And now we have a young talented guy that you can help us pick and then mold this guy like it's just an incentive for him to stay Mm -hmm. i thought i didn't think it was like them screwing him i thought it was more being like hey man this is our only valuable asset
0: we have besides you yeah and they didn't trade their own pick and they were only able to trade one at the deadline they
1: can't trade this pick until june 1st
0: yeah and even then they have to get a first round pick back because you can't trade out of the first round in consecutive years because of the step in rule so that's like you know it's they didn't go all in, but they traded their own pick. And it went. Like, it went pretty in. Yeah, and they can still. They still have the option to. Yeah, trade it before the draft. You know, hey LeBron, like we'll package this pick and Tristan for. You know who? Who else? Yeah. Is out there at the deadline. There's always. It feels like we average like, two or three NBA players a year, like stars who are unhappy and want to be moved. So.
1: Seen how many this year. Blake Griffin, who was yeah. happy and didn't want to be moved, and then but though, Isaiah, who yeah. was happy and didn't want to be moved, and Kyrie, who wasn't happy and wanted to be moved. Yeah,
0: I was thinking, like, yeah, Kyrie, Paul George, Jimmy yeah. Butler last year. Um, oh, yeah, fuck, I forgot about the Jimmy Butler trade. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know, I'm exhausted talking about the Cavs, but it is kind of like, They're, I just want to continue man. root for, like, it doesn't seem like, I mean, all due respect to the Raptors, who are I think deserve to be mentioned even before Boston. They've been. I feel like they've been playing better. Um, they've been on a run, man. But it really does feel like where even if it's, they're going to lose in five games, that, that LeBron's still the best shot to give the Warriors. Yeah. Um, the, seen, Rockets, I, on yeah. paper
1: right now, if I had to pick a team out of the East that's going to give them the best shot to beat the Warriors, it's the Cavs. Yeah. It has to be the Cavs.
0: And it's just no fun for, like, I mean, it, there's a little bit of a shot in Florida if, uh, it's the German word. I know it's Black History Month, but yeah. uh, <laughs> to, to there's Black Germans. It was fun to watch the Chasm implode for a minute, I guess. Just like wow, it was, what a trashy. It but, was, but it, it was like come on, it's the East is so weak as it is
1: that they they're blowing up. their thirty-two and twenty-two after today, and they're still in third. Yeah, like, but I got I got really like. Weirdly excited when because the first I'm seeing on like notifications on Bleacher Report is Cavs blowing up. Cavs are blowing up the team, and I'm like, okay, well that means they're trading everybody, mm-hmm. and they're not getting anything back. They're getting assets back to use in the off season. Like they're done. They're not chasing this anymore. And I'm like, oh no, they blew up better. Like they're the like this is like a bomb dropped in a city, and then when you look at the aftermath, you're like, hey, there's actually. There's better here. Yeah. The city looks better
0: now. And in the rotation, they traded zero, like we said, they traded zero members of the, the, core, the, of core, the core group core team. Yeah. Yeah, they traded the new acquisitions.
1: The only one who had been there before during a run was Iman Shumper.
0: The, the only reason for On all Chandler. the hoopla was that, you know, it was just a solid uh, cap capper that they had lost the Kyrie trade, which, you yeah. know, we can revisit till we're blue in the face, but, like, we're <laughs> green in the face. Because the Cavs, the Celtics won, but that he he didn't want to play, and they could have not traded him. You know they had the leverage with Perry being under contract, but you know they they did, and you know they got sold a bill of goods on Isaiah. Maybe yeah. and another pick, but it's you know it's well, spilt milk. Well, now it was when the Isaiah trade was going down.
1: There was all that talks that it may get voided because of his physical, right? Because he wasn't able and to clear in
0: it. And really, all that happened was the Celtics. They had a chance to take back the deal, and the Celtics added another second round pick. Yeah. And then it went through. And I think LeBron, yeah, thought he would be getting more from Isaiah this year. And just, (laughs) I think everyone did, and it's sad, but over It happens. I won't talk about the cows anymore. All right, let's not talk about the cats anymore. <laughs> so much anymore. time, like and like the worst. There's just a lot, to yeah, do, to talk about with them, man. They're the best soap opera going. Right they now. really are. God, yeah. I love it. General
1: Hospital, shit. Cleveland edition. Just give me, give me them romance. <laughs> what
0: have you been looking at for the NBA?
1: Uh, I mean, we talked a little bit about what, like, I don't feel like we're gonna see much change in the playoff order that we have now moving forward.
0: Yeah, I do um, think the Jazz will get in. I, I don't agree. I don't think myself. the Jazz will get in. I think
1: the Pelicans will, will get in. Um, I think that even though they because don't have cause, That's uh, funny because then
0: you'll lose your previous bet. Well, we made a bet on the podcast that the Pel- I bet that the Pelicans would make the playoffs. We revisited it a few weeks ago.
1: I don't remember us so revisiting it or making the original bet. I,
0: I think now that you'll win, and unfortunately it's because the boogie going down. But in the beginning of the year, when Steve was saying the Kings would make the playoffs. Oh, God, yeah, Steve. He was like, well, who's going to make it? And I said, Pelicans, and you have been on the, you were at the time not on the Pelicans.
1: At the time, I was not on the Pelicans because it hadn't, it didn't look like they were able to figure it out. And I thought they would. And they they changed, and they were
0: able to figure it out. It kind of did. It sucks with with Boogie Boogiegum. But I really do think now that the, the, they're not going to hold on to that spot. I I just.
1: Joe Johnson was just officially released by the Kings, by the way. I just got the
0: notification. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he's already
1: agreed to... Already agreed to turn to the Rockets, yeah. So um, the, the Jazz
0: are 27 and 28.
1: Oh, shout out to Steve, because it does not look like the Kings are going to make the playoffs this year, buddy.
0: Oh, yeah, no, they're the worst team in the league. Uh,
1: can I tell you a bet I made with a buddy of mine?
0: Right, but the Jazz are a game and a half out of the playoffs.
1: Though. I just think that I think that the Pelicans have it with Anthony Davis. I feel like he's going to play the next 30 games. Barring he gets hurt, if he gets hurt even for five games, I change my opinion. He has to play all 30 of these games, be healthy for all 30 of these
0: games. The, and between them is actually the Clippers, who... Um, weird identity, but...
1: We're going to trade our, our superstar, but we're going to re-sign Lou Williams and not deal DeAndre Jordan, and we're now going to just play for mediocrity in the, in the West.
0: I, You know, people keep throwing out that word, mediocrity. Like, I get it. I get that it's not good to be sort of locked into that back end of the lottery or low playoff seed spot for years.
1: They're locked into like a, a, what, like a 14 through 18 pick right now? Like, how does that help them?
0: I, I don't think it helps them in the short term, of course, but I kind of like what they did. Like, I, th- I feel like the Lou Williams signing, obviously getting them at that value, that's always an asset. Like, if you can do that, you do it rather than trade them for, you know, pennies on the dollar. And you can flip that contract easily. That contract is now a, a valuable asset. It's, it will be as valuable next year when they're eligible to trade him again at the deadline, as it was, or more so even, than it was at this deadline. And DeAndre is just like, we talked about these guys, especially centers, just not getting a lot on the open market. And it's like, look, we don't have to blow it all the way up. DeAndre's still young. He's under contract. It's a good contract. Uh, Not a great contract, but it's like, it's under the old cap. So it's like, it's it's not going to like, it's not one of those things that tank your whole... Your team—it's not as bad as like as Blake Griffin, for example, which was going to be thirty-five and, and going God, forward forty so million. So they were sort of like between, like, I just don't think the the commitment to Blake Griffin to pay that much was palatable for them, and that was what they viewed as more of like a fully invested in mediocrity. And the fit with Blake and DeAndre, as much as they had a nice connection, it just. Never was as good. I know that he went to a team in Detroit with like a similar guy, yeah, in Drummond. But Drummond has a jumper, at least from like fifteen feet. Drummond still also can't shoot free throws though. He can't. He's been better this year, sixty percent. Still can't shoot free throws. He's better than than Lonzo Ball. He's made a drastic improvement. But also Drummond's a guy who can run. You can run the offense through. He can pass. He can run pick and roll really well. Um, so I just think those two are going to coexist better. and and Blake and DeAndre really was like always going to be a paint clogger so they're not going to go full the Clippers aren't going to full blow it up this year but like they've made an asset out of the Lou Williams contract and they didn't want to sell low on DeAndre and now this offseason like they'll have the chance to probably get a decent lottery pick you know like or at least the back end of the lottery and just like see what they can do from there. Like, I didn't like the full trade everyone for nothing and start it at ground zero, and I don't think they would have got the sign-off from Doc. Like, I, I think...
1: I don't feel like Doc would have had
0: to say though. He's already... Well, he has given up personnel control. Yeah. But uh, I just feel like he's already, he would walk away at the year. He's already said he's not, like, going to commit to a full rebuild. Um, so that's why he walked away from Boston, you know? Yeah. It is, he didn't want to do that, so... He could have had a career or anything. Yeah, if I like the month. Clippers. Like, I think they're imminently more likable now than they were. I don't like Blake Griffin as a person. <laughs> you don't think there's something
1: about him. I just don't like him when he talks.
0: He did have a pretty funny tweet, like that that uh, tweet he sent when when he got traded. It was just like a a gif, like you know, summing up his his feelings.
1: It's not like the the Alex Smith trade where the guy who was traded for was like, no, I don't think it's me, man. I think it, I think it's I, I know it's a player. I just don't know if think it's me. And then
0: oh, shit, and then he deletes his Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was funny that for someone who likes uh, who, uh, does so many car commercials that he was traded to the Motor City. You know, that, you know it, they're investment. just
1: trying to rebuild, man. Yeah. It's make, make America great again.
0: Um, what, what, did you, what do you think about the Pistons now?
1: I think the Pistons are interesting. I think that they're going to make
0: the playoffs, mm. and I think that— I do not think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll be an eight seed. Well, that means—well, who's dropping out? I think the Sixers, Sixers are going to be a six seed. Sixers are sixth seed, so who's dropping out of the East? Because as it stands now, and they, the Pistons just lost today to the worst team in the league, the Atlanta Hawks. So now they're... Are they the worst team in the league? Record-wise, yeah. So the Pistons, <laughs> as it stands, are two games back of the eighth seed. and.
1: I think Miami falls out. Miami? I think Miami falls out. I, 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 I think the Sixers go to six, the Pacers go to seven, and I think the Detroit Pistons go to eight. And I think Miami falls out.
0: I'm ready to bet on that right now. I'm not going to bet with you. I think that so. the Heat are a much better team than the Pistons. I, I do like the short-term fit with, with Blake and uh, and Drummond, and it's like, from Detroit's perspective, you're not a free agent uh draw. Like, where else are you going to get a star like that?
1: That was um, the big thing. Is there, They're never going to get a star like Blake Griffin to sign with them. It's either they're going to have to draft or trade.
0: It's not bad. And, it's It's... Yeah, it's not a bad chance to take, and they do need to like sell tickets there. That's a place that also won't commit to a full rebuild. Mm-hmm. But I think people are underselling what they gave up. And another reason I like the move for the Clippers is that yeah, to, Tobias Harris is a baller and he's young, and on a, and on a decent contract. Like uh, that's you know arguably like the most valuable piece in the trade from a from mm. a contract standpoint. If you look at how much you have to commit to Blake, I think the the Heat are a better team than the Pistons, and. Yeah, I don't know if there's what the deal is with Reggie Jackson, and yeah, I don't think the Pistons make it.
1: Yeah, I th- I think they do. I think they squeak in at eight, and I think that I think that eventually Boston probably takes the first seed, and I see I think we see Boston kind of roll through in that first round, hmm. but I think that the Cavs play the Sixers in the first round.
0: Six and three. The Sixers do have one of the weakest upcoming schedules. They're favored in like. Uh, I think it's like, man, this is a good radio. Like the twenty-eight out of their last forty-three games, or something. So if that like, sh- if that holds up to where they, you know, win at that rate, they win fifty games. Yeah. And and slide up to like the fifth or fourth seed. Yeah, it'd be terrible to have to play the Cavs as a reward for that. But I I really do think that they they play the Cavs in the first round. Interesting. I think yeah. the bottom of the East, like, depending on how it shakes out, it's going to have like a lot of teams that no one really w- wants to play. I
1: mean, shit, dude. Like, Indiana is a pretty good team. Yeah. Oladipo's playing outside of his skull. Uh, the, the Sixers, every game, they gel a little bit more. They're still really young. Joel Embiid has only been playing basketball for six seasons. Ben Simmons is still a rookie. Like, Joel Embiid only played 38 games last year. Yeah. Every game, they get a little Doug bit more gel together. Jake Peterson's a great coach. Jack yeah. Peterson's a great coach, according to that clown Lombardi. <laughs> uh, and then Milwaukee, obviously, you know, you have the fucking unicorn. Uh, did you see
0: that dunk? On Tim Hardaway Jr.
1: I did, oh and then God. I also saw the follow-up dunk where Kristaps uh, tore his fucking oh, knee no, off. Oh that's harsh. Yeah, yeah. God. R.I.P.
0: Kristaps. R.I.P. Rest in the most peace, dog. But um, that was sad, just because, like, yeah, a lot of injuries, and I think the league really has to consider just destroying the, short the schedule. Go, yeah. I mean, it's it's bad. It's bad. this is one of the worst injury years we, we've had in recent. I mean, fuck, dude. History.
1: Demarcus and Kristaps alone, two of the bright young guys. And Kristaps way younger. That's yeah. that's really huge, man. Like that was a potential playoff caliber combo in New Orleans mm-hmm. with Demarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis. I still think they make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but and Kristaps is just exciting. He's like a bright spot in a really shitty organization. And now he's gone for a year. Mm-hmm. We lost Gordon
0: Hayward on day one, Ooh. five minutes into yeah. the season. Man, the Isaiah Cannon injury was gruesome as well. Yeah. I was not talked about because he's not as big of a star, but, man, did he. Yeah, he had one His good. foot was sideways. Isaiah, he had one good run during the playoffs last year. Yeah. He, he had was, that one good game where he played really good defense. Oh, uh, for the Bulls. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he was a, uh, definitely a process hero. Yeah, we lost Conley, too. Conley, yeah. So yeah. Many, I mean, the list is extensive. but um, John Wall. John Wall. Yeah, he'll he'll be back, but yeah. And it's, no, it's I don't think brutal. Washington wants him back. And I just think, like, we're seeing now that these guys are so much better under a limited uh, schedule, like, whether it's Embiid. Like, Kristaps should have been on an Embiid-type yeah. schedule, you know.
1: Coming off what he had last yeah. year, he should have been.
0: I think big guys especially, like, even Boogie, you know, he never gave... He wasn't, like, injury-prone, per se. He had, like, little nicks and cuts on the way, but, like, just the fact that your frame is such that
1: you're seven foot tall. Anyone
0: over seven feet tall should just like be treated differently. Like how much have we not learned from like Odin or Elgalskius? or fucking Shaq's Bradley. toe? Shaq. How many games did Shaq miss because of his toe, dude? I mean, Yao so Ming so many for sure. Yao Ming's a great
1: example. Yeah, it's just too. Yeah.
0: It's just too much, and like it's so much. Less valuable for a team to have them play 82 regular season games than it is to have them available for the playoffs.
1: And they don't play 82. But then there was a huge thing where then the league was going to find them if they're not playing 82. And I think they need to talk about shortening the schedule. Also, it would just make it easier for me to watch all the games. Not just sure. the Sixers games, but sometimes I just want to watch a random game, but it's like, oh, but I want to watch Duke, North Carolina also.
0: Yeah, and so. just seeing – like, they they can make up the revenue and just seeing, like, how much better these guys play, like, LeBron on three days rest. Yeah. Like, in, in playoff series. That was huge.
1: Yeah, the stats, they're there. Go look them up. Like, LeBron on three days rest is almost twice what he is not on three days rest. Yeah, they
0: should be but. playing – like, imagine if they play, like, a soccer schedule. It's, like, once a week or once every five days.
1: Sometimes they play, like – over, like, they'll play on a Wednesday and then on a Saturday. Yeah. But it's rare, and when they do, it's such a rare occurrence that it doesn't really affect them that much. The biggest tournament we see is the World Cup, where they, they'll have a game, like, once What's every that? four days. It's, a, it's this, like, random small tournament that happens every couple of, it happens, like, every two or three years.
0: Speaking of happening every four years, uh, the you got me. The U.S. soccer presidential election. Um, the Winter Olympics. I have uh, just zero interest a in weird watching. Weird shit Black History Month, but... Uh,
1: no interest in watching the winner.
0: Yes. okay, so all I've seen so far is the opening ceremony. Uh, a lot of backlash to Katie Couric and Mike Tirico being, at the very least, culturally insensitive or un- una- unaware, yeah, I, guess. I guess, is the best. Telling Korea that uh, they learned a lot from Japan when they were oppressed by Japan and, like, other just... Uh, yeah,
1: snappy. you know, South
0: Africa, you learned a lot from white people. Um, aside from the fact that it was, like, in a... Didn't Mike, Pence, technological... didn't Mike Pence kneel
1: during somebody's National Anthem? Yeah. That was, that yeah. It's that almost was like nice. he's saying that you can protest somebody's actions by taking this one nonviolent, nonverbal yeah. uh,
0: position. Man. It's so almost, weird. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost like they don't know, you know, <laughs> they're not aware of their own previous yeah. actions. Oh, no, it's like, weird. Maybe, uh, no, but... Uh, he had no interest in Washington. The, it was like an amazing opening ceremony from like a, a technological... State that's what point. I heard. That's what my dad was saying. It's pretty dope, but then you just had like Mike Tirico. I don't know where Mike, where Bob Costas is. I guess he doesn't want to do it. I was late to this news, but I did not know. Um, Costas is out and it's leaving a glaring hole. And Katie Couric was like shilling for her documentary series or something during <laughs> that. It was. It where's was awful. Where's Tony Romo? Yeah, to seriously, Tony Romo in here. Well, or or just get like a like Jim Nance and have him I do like golf Ant. style. Yeah, like that's it should be golf style. Like this is not an event that needs like constant interjection this is like uh so it's like they're doing the new year's eve parade or something yeah it should just be like you know a random fact that you jump
1: in with color every now and then but you let the event take care of itself
0: um because they I, said the dutch team like uh speed skating team was so good because like they have Canals that freeze over oh, and everyone skates as a mode of transportation. Oh, like the movie Mystery Alaska.
1: <laughs> so basically, they were just describing the plot of Mystery Alaska starring Russell Crowe.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then all these Dutch people were like, I mean, occasionally oh, the, he's gonna skate the river. <laughs> the the climate is not that regular that we can count on skating anywhere at any point. It just sometimes we do. It's not like we're just like skating everywhere like a bunch of... <laughs> like a big Hans Christian Andersen. Like I don't I don't know. It's like the Rangers
1: are coming to play Dutch next week.
0: Damn, was it weird. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh... I know. I'll probably watch a little bit. I will, I, I, just because there's fucking figure skating's always fun.
0: Figure skating is fun. Curling's bizarrely interesting. It's Canada.
1: Um, I did bet on the curling. I, of course on you curling bet. teams. You're not watch on, I parlayed the women and uh, men's curling team from Canada to win.
0: It sucks that the NHL players aren't playing.
1: Yeah, that but... bums me out because I because the hockey a few years back when the U.S. won on that run and they lost to Canada in the finals was really exciting. Yeah. Um, there's always 1980. Always, man. I believe in miracles. Right. Kurt Russell. Wearing a plaid suit. Um I'll watch I mean I'll probably watch the the like the snowboarding too.
0: That's always fun. Yeah. But Sean White's not doing it
1: anymore, is he? No, he is. He is. Yeah, he is. It's crazy. Yeah, he's doing the half I feel like he's been around forever. He has he's like thirty one, but he's been around like he was huh. relevant at eighteen. Oh, well, that's my age. Yeah. He's a little bit older than me.
0: Huh.
1: Yeah. He's a lot older than me. Okay.
0: You're a lot older than okay. me. But I look so much younger. You really reasons. do. I just
1: I feel exhausted all the time. <laughs> um US Soccer did have its election by the way and I was disappointed as fuck.
0: Oh, I, I saw a little bit like a lot of people were saying this is the guy that was the biggest part of the problem.
1: So this motherfucker okay, is the vice give pre- he's facts. the vice president. What's and, his name? Uh
0: Carlos Cordero. Sean Spicer?
1: Sean Spicer. Huh. Uh no, he's Carlos Cordero. He's he's the vice president of US Soccer and he's like building himself up as anti-establishment mm. and it's like you are the fucking establishment, dude. Like you're the second-in-command of the establishment. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm I, as anti-establishment. And then he proceeds to list all of the establishment shit he's done during his entire career. And it's like, motherfucker, like, you're
0: so backwards. And this is the guy who, like, the pay-to-play was big under him, right? Yeah. The youth soccer stuff.
1: Yeah. And during so during the event, uh, one of the delegations stood up and was like, we, we need to talk about reducing the fees for men or for adults and for children to play in this country got a huge standing ovation um, and Sunil Gulati who at the time was still the president um, he's like we can't talk about that today but we hear you and it led to some pretty cool moments like Hope Solo Eric Rinalda and Kyle Martino all got up and he was like yeah as you just heard they hear you but they don't listen to you Mm -hmm. like at all Um, but yeah it was fucking just a bummer Um, so we'll see what he does in 100 days but because that'll be right around the time the World Cup's going on and they're not gonna name a coach or a general manager till after the World Cup. Wow. Um, so we'll see. Huh. Cause we're not in the World Cup. I don't know if you know. We're not. We're not in that the one tournament every four years I look forward to and I watch religiously. Uh my country's not a participant. Yeah, but it's like this
0: year. four more years it would we'll be right back in that thing. God, it's you such know? a long maybe. it's such a long time. Four more dude. years then maybe. Maybe. And then a
1: maybe. Yeah. Such a depressing time. Um, so that happened. Uh, college basketball heating up. I don't know if you saw what the selection committee's Duke doing. UNC
0: the other night. Yeah, the other game. UNC yeah. pulled it out. Uh, Villanova lost. But then won beat Butler and still is the number one seed.
1: Still so. a number one seed. But yeah. did, I, did you see the, the what the selection committee's doing this year? No. Is every Sunday, up until Selection Sunday, they're going to release their Do version the of Marys? top sixteen. Again? okay. Oh, so like yeah, they're going to release sixteen Bloody Mary recipes <laughs> that they know and love. Um, so their top sixteen, and it's just like. If nothing changes, if, like, everyone wins the same amount of games from now on, this will be the top 16, and each Sunday it will get a little bit more more, pronounced. Oh, more pronounced college football. Exactly. Um, And right now they have Xavier as a number one seed, which is interesting because they were, like, a fucking 11 seed last year. Um, And they're fun, and it has Oklahoma as a four seed, which is so weird to me because Oklahoma just does not seem that good. Mm. Trey Young's really good but right. they they don't seem yeah they've he, lost a lot of gear. Trey Young had that fucking, he had a Kevin Martin remember Kevin Martin mm-hmm. he had a Kevin Martin type game where he had like at one point late in the, the second half he had like 42 points but zero assists and rebounds oh
0: wow uh, yeah like
1: all he was doing was just step back threes and he's incredible he's fun to watch and he like he hit one that bounced off the top of the backboard a couple times and rolled in just really impressive um, but yeah they, I'm just excited for March Madness that sounds like a trick, conference tournament billiard shot yeah um, yeah, he was nine, nine balling it
0: out wow. there. Wow, yeah, man. So a lot to look forward to. All star break coming up, and uh, we saw the. What did you you watch the UFC fights this weekend? Or you saw the the guy? Got... I
1: saw. Like, I I didn't watch him live. A more like a
0: finishing move. Was yeah,
1: he. Uh, I have his name right here because it's fucking a brutal one.
0: Stepe Miocic.
1: It was a uh, Li Jingleng, uh against Jake Matthews. Oh, that sounds like a Chinese guy. So Jake Matthews. Let me
0: pronounce it for you. Um, Not to be confused. So Jake, with Jake Matthews is
1: getting is getting.
0: <laughs> the, the former uh, NBA player. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just
0: just one name. Nailed off. it.
1: Uh, he's getting he's getting choked out, dude. And in the video, like watching it live, apparently they didn't notice it, but it was on replay. They noticed like he's getting his he's eye gouging the fuck out of the other dude. Like, I showed you the picture, just digging his his fingers into the guy's eyes. Um, he was fined $50,000. Um, the main event, was uh, the guy didn't make weight, and then he just fucking brutally knocked out Rockhold. I think it was Romero against uh, against Rockhold. <sighs> didn't make weight, still fought, so he had to sacrifice a part of his purse, and then he just knocked it the fuck out of the dude. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, What's up with, yeah, the... Ronda, Ronda Rousey's also in the WWE now. We I, haven't talked about that. No, we haven't. No, yeah. I watched the. So it was the first ever women's Royal
0: Rumble. Hot take. I don't know if it's a hot take, but I don't think she's going to be good at it. She's not going to be good oh, at okay. it. Okay. Right. And I'm really disappointed. I'm not a wrestling fan per se. Oh my god, you missed now. I know. You know, I'm like a casual observer at this point in my life. That's all good shit. It just doesn't. A, like she's not a. She's no Jason Kelsey. No, I mean, she doesn't seem she, to have the personality. No, she this. can't walk in in a Sultan outfit. Uh, so is she like? She's not a villain what is she like a she's going to be a villain. I don't get it. I don't get it. And she's like what is like she, is she like the stone cold robot destroyer type? Or? She
1: we don't know yet. We don't know. She hasn't had a match or anything. She showed up at the Rumble after the Rumble happened and she did this ceremony which happens at every Royal Rumble. There's a huge WrestleMania sign. Whoever wins the Rumble points to the fucking WrestleMania and she like walked out. And she just like pointed to it three times. Um so many times. She just kept, like, pointing to... It. It's, like, the only thing she was like, oh, I remember I was supposed to do this. And then, like, ten seconds later, she was like, I haven't done that yet, have I? And just pointed back to it. Um, I, it's going to be so bad. I'm so excited. It's going <laughs> to be the equivalent of CM Punk fighting in UFC, her fighting in WWE. Like, that's how bad it's going to be.
0: And I can't wait. And that was bad. That was yeah. really bad. He's
1: apparently going to fight again.
0: Well, good for him. And like You can't go out like that. No. you got to... Train to go out slightly less badly. I mean, he did
1: go out, technically. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Cool, I mean, thanks well, for it.
0: Let's wrap it. That was, yeah, uh, caught up on basketball news and notes. And, uh, yeah, an basketball. exciting football season is over. So Yeah, we'll congrats here. on your victory. Oh, thank you.
1: Oh, it's God, great. I didn't tell you the bet I made. Uh, what's that? I told my friend about the bet that we have. Everyone already turned it off. No, you can keep it on. <laughs> I told my friend I told my friend about the bet that we have. Where it's not even really say it's anything, it's just I have the, the Sixers win the title in two years. Probably, I'm gonna yes. get trust the process oh, tattoo. Of he could tell me all about so it. I told him about that and he was like, They're not winning it in two years. I was like, they're gonna win it in two years, bitch. And he was then said, Bro, they're not gonna win it in ten years. I was like, Fucking they will absolutely win a title within ten years. I actually
0: think ten years is the I, I was thinking about this the other day, like would I be would I accept because I was like A Phillies two thousand eight Eagles 2018, Sixers 2028? 20, question mark. God, that's a sad uh, life. With the with the thought that I know it is but it isn't. Like with the thought in mind that like that it would be real a good point in like in being in Simmons's career, like 10 11 years in. Yeah. And could be right around 20, There are no guarantees. 29. There's, there's plenty of teams with like young dudes, Thunder, that we've seen Bulls have like, "Oh, they're going to be sticking around for multiple titles like" Shoot, if you just guaranteed us one in We're ten not going to win
1: one title. We're not going <laughs> to yeah. win two titles.
0: If you just guaranteed us one in, in, in 10 years, would you take it? Yes. Like, I think I would take it. I would it. take That's it. That's a long yeah, time A
1: guaranteed one or possibly more, I would take the guarantee. I feel like more. I,
0: you know, I trust the, pro- <laughs> it's not even the process anymore. I just, I just trust them enough to, like, I think they would be selling low. Yeah. But it's, like, the safe.
1: It's, like, band. the safe option. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it, like, yeah. it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, a deal or no deal. Right. Like, I would take the deal. Yeah. Uh, but so I told, so he's like they're not gonna win one in ten years. I was like you're a fucking moron. They're gonna win one in ten years. And he's like bro I'd get that tattoo if they win one in ten years. And I immediately shook his hand. I was like we oh, nice. have a bet. Too so when they win in two years I'm gonna go. I told him I'll pick the fucking parlor out because I have to go get one too. Um, so yeah that's. I'm gonna get one too. I'm gonna we're find gonna, him. Yeah. yeah we're gonna film it. Yeah, yeah. and then. Because I don't have any tattoos. Tell him
0: it's either that or if he doesn't want the tattoo he can also eat horse poop. Yeah,
1: that's well. That's all. That's my default. If yeah. you want to opt out of your bet,
0: yeah, you have to eat I can't wait. horse uh, well, shit. Not that I can't wait, but how? Like, can you die? For like, isn't there germs and like diseases? I don't know.
1: I don't know enough about horse poop.
0: And that's what that. we'll we'll get back so. to. you. We'll do some research, and next week we'll. Uh, We'll talk to you for better informed opinions about horse poop. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Horse boards episode 34, called Pierce. RFP. Third or fourth greatest offense It's
1: a great, man. because of the number. All right. Yeah, yeah.